Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Let's do it live on a Friday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely Bo, the great Z. Nico's in the house. I mean. What a beast. An absolute <laughs> hoss. So Nico is a, how do you say it? A cane. Cane Corso. Cane Corso, which is an swags. Italian mastiff yeah. of senior swags and Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, I was going to say, if you, if you aren't familiar with the breed. Look uh, it up. It was the the ending of Ramsey. They were his hounds. They were his hounds. Yeah. They were also the hounds that the Romans used as their yeah, you could guard see. slash attack dogs. From a just formidable standpoint, like he was a lovely boy. Could have been nicer. Nice is one of the nicer. We're here able to do the yeah. show. Because if we he wasn't, right. we wouldn't be Expertly chained by senior swag. Yeah. And and you see it. I mean, he's just, it's he's got all of it. But I will say that just from an appearance standpoint, I was as we were exiting and you and I were discussing, I was trying to think of more formidable looking beasts that I would come across and be legitimately like shaking. And I could only settle on like grizzly bear, jaguar, lion, tiger, probably some sort of a crocodile alligator situation. Great white shark. Except only, you know, I mean, it's I'm not that worried about them because they're I mean, you got to be in their world. Like as, as long as I'm here, I don't have to. Have to you so can come across these other land-based beasts. beasts. Land-based beasts. Yeah. That was a short list. We should be afraid of the hippo, but it doesn't come to my mind early on. But we should be. Yeah, they can do they'll do some damage. But I, it's short. That, like if no, you saw like, that guy and like a cheetah, like if you didn't know that guy, if you didn't know Nico and you just saw him, if I saw that guy or a jaguar, honestly, I'm way more afraid of Nico. And I'm not afraid of dogs. I'm a, that dog. That dog is a full day. And it's always great when, as you're petting him near his head, that, Swag said. that you get the information. Oh, he has the third strongest bite of any of any canine in the world. Wonderful, great. You don't say. <laughs> his head's the size of a Winnebago. <laughs> I walked by his office earlier today. Monica's going to watch him now. I know. Good luck. Godspeed. Good luck to you. Godspeed. Good luck. Good luck. Watching Nico. Good luck. The dog. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, she's fine. She's totally fine. She's totally fine. So I hope she is armed God, with, God with whatever. He's role. a nice boy. Couldn't have been nicer. Really nice. Again, that's why we're here. If Nico didn't want us to be here, we wouldn't be. Yeah. He is. That is, when I walked by, though, I did like a double take. And then I stopped and kind of just looked at him and, and took in the magnificence of that beast. Because even with the ears a little bit cropped the way that they are, he looks, it almost looks mythic. Like, it looks like something that doesn't There's, really exist yes, on the planet. That's correct. It it does look like something out of a, he looks like something out of a comic book. Like, it, this would be like a very evil man's at the foot of the very evil man. Yes. And yet he's a wonderful boy. Yes. And Swag's a wonderful man. So Which it's all fitting. But like, that? as you, as I was coming in, like, you know, I've got catastrophe upon catastrophe on the home front. And yet 
you go, we got we to gotta go see this beast. And I stopped in my tracks and I said, you, you, wait, he's got what? I believe we do need to go see this. And away we went. Just a stunning, it is a stunning animal, but it does. it looks like if you had said to me, that that dog was CGI'd to be like a dire wolf size. Yes. I would be like, Good yeah, it, it feels like that's a CGI dog. And yet no, we, we just interacted with it. And he was wonderful. Couldn't have been nicer. <laughs> Thank goodness. <clears throat> I got to tell you, on the way in here today, that it almost broke me. I got my taste of what I think is grapple on the way in here. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, so uh, it's basically, it's, a, it's hail. It turned, come to find out, grapple is hail before it's hail. So it's, it's a couple of degrees warmer than hail, so it's not ice. So it's chunks of snow yeah. right before it, it turns into hail. That's what grapple is. And I had some coming in, and I realized that I'm tomorrow uh, my oldest black cobra has lacrosse at 2 o'clock, and I'm going to be outside in the grapple watching him do athletic feats. And I, I am about broken, I must say. I'm about broken. I'm with you. I'm done with I'm done with this weather. I will tell you, I'm not big on the word grapple. I, I don't think I don't I don't feel like it belongs in that world. It, it doesn't it does there's a little bit of onomatopoeia with it in that it sounds kinda like what it is. It sounds awful. Right, and it is. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So is that a high school stadium tomorrow? Yeah. Well we're turf. Come on. It's at your high school. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a big press box. I feel oh, like you could, no, you could buy a little, get a little sweet space. There are, there are rooms. No, 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 no. Sweet, sweet space. space. I, hold on. I have called games. Are you in the your, premium I have club? called high school games That's from probably your stadium. Yeah, they do have a press box. I, oh, and they have, they have rooms on either end specifically for media. I'm just saying maybe the I press box to. is big enough. You might be able to get in. Yeah. Maybe That's you a good offer call to you pick it. up some Raisin Canes or – Grab some canes for the kids. For, and for then, the people working the press box in exchange for a little booth time? I think you might be onto something. That might be a win. It's going to be cold and wet and gross. Absolutely gross. So, yeah. I mean, but it just, it's just, it's April 9th, man. It's April 9th. Enough. Done with it's it. It's enough. It's enough. Done with it. It's a walk. We're done. You've won. You've won. We tap You're out. the victor. I'm out. I wasn't going to wear shorts. I. I was going to wear short. I was done. I was going to be a state of mind. Broke me. Grapple broke me. I was going to, I was, it's funny that you said that. I was thinking about you this morning when I was outside and it was about 30 degrees and I was thinking, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to see you in shorts today. Nope. Broke me. Very sad. No chance. Very sad. No chance. Um, what did you, uh, what did you enjoy yesterday from a sports standpoint? You had the opening day. I know you didn't watch any of that, but you did have the, uh, what did I enjoy the, the masters. masters? That was fun. I loved the masters really thoroughly enjoyed the masters. In fact, I thought it was one of my favorite day ones that I can recall watching. And I thought we saw some great golf. I thought we saw, uh, tiger just was beautiful to see his shot on 14, I believe it was 14 where he had the full like recoil follow through kick out of the pine straw, which was just, as they said, vintage tiger. And then on 18, he hits a T ball. That is a T ball. All of us watching could have hit. I likely would have a little that far, but it would have gone in that direction. Well, his didn't go all day. What what, would he go? hundred yards, 120 yards. He had about three twenty left. Right. So, and then to hit it up from that and then hit it to five feet and make the punt. He was. He finished on ten. No, no, no. On eighteen, he was on. He hit it so far left. He was yeah. on ten. Yeah, like three hundred yards away. Unbelievable. 
and then hits an iron and is able to get up and down to save par and stay 100. That was, I thought that was electric. I thought that was big. I think that is, that's, it that's, that's going to be big, huge. I, I was thinking, watching it last, uh, yesterday as it was closing out, and I had the kids were at practice and stuff. So I, I watched like the replay is where I was able to watch most of it yesterday, last evening, probably like 9 30 or whatever, when I, by the time I finally got home. And so I was kind of watching it there. And I was, as you're watching him do this, you realize that he is, it's been 500 days since he's played a competitive round, and he beat eight of the top 12 players in the world at the most important major. Yeah. Like, that just happened. That's what just happened. Just happened. He's 46 years old. He's a little more than a year removed from a crash that, at the time it happened, you could have thought it was fatal. It was in play that it was going to be when you saw the car. My God. Um, but certainly serious enough that you thought potentially there's loss of limb, that there would For be sure. all of these things. And you watch him walk the way that he had to walk. Uh, I thought Nance did a great job on 18 as he was staring down that putt going, he's, he kind of looks like an umpire. Like he couldn't really get low enough to look at it. Every time he rested, I noticed he rested on his right leg, never his 100%. left. Yep. At no point did he stand straight. Yep. At no point. And you could tell the pain of it all. Yep. And you just say, what are we watching here? I mean, it's Hogan. that Hogan did that after the car accident. You know, like that's kind of where you're at. But it's a, it's, it was a remarkable feat. Remarkable. And as he said, he still has it in his hands, and you saw that on full display. Yeah. I, I loved it. I, I'm hoping that he continues to do well. Um, I thought the back nine collapse yesterday of Brooks Kepka was kind of stunning as I was watching that kind of it unravel. He's two under, and then all of a sudden he just goes bogey, 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 and then yeah. he ends up three over for the day. Crazy. Crazy. Dustin Johnson's in. I think it's a great leaderboard, though. I really It is I'm, pretty strong. And I think, I mean, we're also from a, you know, from the condition standpoint, it's going to be brutal because the wind is 30 mile an hour down there today. Yeah. Tomorrow, the high is 60. Yeah. It's so be 60 brutal. and windy tomorrow. Yep. I mean, it is a, it is going to be brisk and windy. It's going to be absolutely brutal. When you watch Tiger finish up on 18, there, there were plenty of guys who finished up on 18, and I thought, oh, they could, you know, he could play 27, he could play 36. Tiger had, thir- he had 18 holes of golf in him, and then he got right, yeah, got right through it. That, that was, was it. it. There was, there was not another hole when he walked up to do the scorecard. I thought he, that's it. Like, and he said, I, ice is in my future. That's it. I can't I even go. imagine. Yeah, he's getting. He had this get- great line where he talked about, you know, I the adrenaline of the crowd. And I'll get in my world, and 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 he has this ability to do this. It's a man who's from the time he's been 18 has played in front of 10 deep galleries every time he plays. Every practice round, every real round for 25 years has been like that. So he has this ability to shut it off. It's crazy. Incredible. And then we saw him when he beat Rocco Mediate. On a broken on, leg. On a broken leg and made the putt. Just outrageous. Um, yeah, I love the leaderboard, though. Schwartzel is... Have Schwartzel's got to three today. You've got Scheffler on the leaderboard, who's the number one player in the world. You got Dustin Johnson right there. Cantley's right there. Your your country club member Kokrak is right there, two under. I mean, Neiman's three, Willett's three, Sungjae Im's three, Corey Connors three, and then Cameron Smith leading at four. He was six, doubles eighteen. Yeah, right. And his look, and he's trying to become the first person since Tiger. I want to say they said it was in two thousand and two to win the players and the masters in the same year. And he just does not look like a guy you would, I mean, you would not expect him to be dominating. Major. He's got his flowing mullet. He's got his thin mustache and he, the dude is an absolute stud. He is. Yeah. The look is ridiculous. There was a lot of ridiculous looks like you uh, saw Hovland's pants. 
There were, yeah. That was an aggressive Did you see play? Spieth today? No, what's he in? I'm pretty sure it was Spieth. I was, it was in the gym, so I wasn't 100% sure that it's Spieth, but pretty sure. And he appeared to be wearing a full-on green pant, which is fine. Nothing wrong with yeah. a green pant. But like a master's green pant. Okay. And then a floral green with some yellow in it, like hmm. Hawaiian prints. That's usually not his polo. MO. Usually he's blue and blues and grays. Is usually so maybe it wasn't him. It appeared to be Spieth. I mean, they yeah. had Spieth's name up at the time they it were showing him. But... I'm sure it was. Oh, boy. What do you – I was going to ask you this. Um, so we, I've seen two different looks kind of be prominent this morning. So Rory is in a compression shirt – polo vest ensemble okay that okay. it's a good look it's a, it's a really good look yep and then i saw dj is in the quarter zip but like how i have this he's, he's here he's up a little bit he's up a little bit yeah fine now there like are it. there are hitches in both of those looks okay the hitch in the compression shirt look is if you have to reach for something and the compression shirt becomes untucked but the polo remains tucked in it's a mess that's going to be uneven. That's going to bug you the rest of the day. Like you're going to have to go to a, uh, an outhouse. You're going to have to sort that out. Yeah, you get won't the be happy. The, the problem with this look, the quarter zip look is with like DJ has it up like I do. You've got to make damn sure that this elastic holds. Because mm -hmm. if it doesn't, you're going to have the floppy thing. And, and that could happen while you're mid While you're in the middle of it, it could fall on you. You can't have that. So I would go, my tendency would be to go to the quarter zip look, which is, of course, pretty on brand. In those conditions, where would you go? Would you go, go, go compression, polo, vest, or quarter zip over polo? Uh, I would, I would go quarter zip with like a probably a t-shirt underneath it that they would not know there was a t-shirt there. I'd wear like my Even quarter it, zip. Well, that's a dangerous move though. You have to make dang sure it stays cool enough because you don't want to get hot. Yeah, but I don't you like. Can't peel it. I don't like the feel of a collar that is forced to be underneath my quarter zip. No, it's not a great one. I don't like that no, either. So that's got to be something that can be pure. So what I would probably wear, is, which they can get away with, are the collarless golf shirts. That's what I would wear underneath with a nice yeah. modern fabric underneath my quarter zip. Nike did that for a while. Yeah. And by the way, I act like I, I love how – And Tiger I, wore one yesterday. Yeah, I've, I've seen various people – oh, you got, you got to have a collared shirt. Get the hell out of here. No, you okay, don't. settle down. Like people have been wearing those to play for a long time, the mock, the mock sweater look. I mean, Arnold Palmer's in that yeah. years ago. I also it's nonsensical. I also hate the notion that you have these nice now with these fitted polos that are designed to not be tucked in, and they're like you have to tuck in your. I don't. Want no, it. I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I will not. In fact, yeah. No. You know you what don't. I played in in my one little round this year. So, at the Browns golf outing, they had um, like Footjoy makes like a hoodie that's like supposed to be the, a golfing hoodie. I've seen those around. There was another company that I saw pushing those on Instagram the other day, one of those online. But so Footjoy makes one too. They make a, make a golf hoodie. Yeah. And let me tell you something. It is comfortable. It is. It feels great. And it's great. Where to did swing you see in. this? It was at the Browns outing, the Browns golf tournament last year. That was one of the things that they had in that, um, in that shop. I'm intrigued. I love it. Yeah. It's a you nice make sure blue. The, the, it's a nice blue. No pretentious nonsense at the place you played that's like, we can't wear hoodies. Like, come on. Aren't we past this? I was out there. I mean, I was knee-deep in the muck. I mean, I, they, I don't think they were. cared what I was wearing. They just wanted me to probably just wanted to live, yeah. come back and not have the cart get stuck somewhere. <laughs> Stay on the back. Was that last year when you raced in and, like, you were seven minutes late because they needed you to tee off? Was that last year at the outing? That was. It was. That's yeah, right. you, were, it was, you showed up like 107. 
Yeah, because I they know. needed you to hit a tee shot they, at sixteen or something. It wasn't. It was a needed tee shot. It was needed. It was needed. Building the Browns is back. Oh man, have you seen the trailer? Eleven thirty. No. Oh, it's a beaut. It's in my DVR though. Yeah, you'll enjoy this. I think you'll enjoy it. A lot. I of enjoy our guy, all the building the Browns. I think they're all great. A lot of our guy Jeff Howard. Okay. Big feature on on the great Jeff Howard, the Browns DB coach and pass game coordinator on the defensive side. Uh, he is in um, at the Shrine Bowl. He was a defensive coordinator for at the Shrine game. Um, and you saw a lot of a good feature on him in his time in Vegas. And I think he's a guy that Browns fans, the more they get to know, the more they'll like him. So I like that he gets that feature. He's obviously a great friend of this program. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think people will like it. And it obviously goes through there are some big moves that have been made so far yeah. this offseason. And I think you'll get a nice chronicling of that as well. Do you think when we broadcast at the outing this year, which is coming up in a month or so, mm. that one of the the things that we that ought to be in our list of demands is a goodie bag? Yes. Because we've never gotten a goodie bag. Yes. We always come away empty-handed. It's always, no. oh, best of luck. I mean, we're usually I'm struggling talk- to get a, get a Sammy or a water. That that, that, I'm going to put that on the guy right next to you because yeah, he's, put it on he's well connected at these little outings. Yeah, put it on the franchise. I'm not connected on those outings. Yeah. I mean, some of the great yeah, I mean, moments. You get the invite to play. I feel like if anybody can do this, it's the guy that's the ringer. Yeah, that's yeah. We need a we need a goodie bag at the outing. We need to get you into the concept shop. That's yeah. what we need well, whatever that. Into. I don't know if you know what that is, but that's I just need. need I'll take an item. It's the only place that I've ever heard it called a concept shop, but it is basically you go in there and you have a set number of points, and there are various items. Perfect. That are in each item is a summer. You know, yep. there's some items that take all your points, but there are Perfect. other items like the hoodie that were just a portion of your points. I like it. That's what we need. We need yeah. in there. We need you to get some in the of the great shop. moments happen at that tournament. Uh, we had your late arrival after hitting the tee shot, which was a beaut by all accounts. Thank you. Um, we had cool. the Hoff. Oh, Hoff. the Hoff. Yeah. Um, we also had JC come out to it, it was to the give his final Game of episode Thrones of Game of Thrones review. Yep. was done there, and then Cole called his shot. Cole Drove called his shot. All of that. That was just stupefying that he did and landed. I'm not surprised, but like he did a segment with me. You were out playing. Yeah. He did a segment with me as. So he finished up on a hole, came over, did a segment. All of his buddies hit in his group. They were waiting on the box. Then they all hit, and then Cole promised guaranteed called his shot and then delivered all in 10 minutes and you have to hit a nice cut and it's a good 295 ish yeah. cole's a legend did he hit a three wood or did he hit a rescue club he hit a three wood he hit a three wood yeah that's a beautiful it was gorgeous it's an absolute peach it really was it really was um there's not much football kids no it really is nothing it's just quiet it's Which is nothing. odd because there are there's we, a lot of big names out there. We should go through that team. I think I said, did I text that to you or did I copy it and then never send it to you about the all thirty free agent team that's out there, the Greybeard team? You have not sent that. To no, me. I'll find it. I'll find it, and we'll we can do. I like the sounds of that though because it. I think that it's stunning who's out there, and it's yeah. stunning how quiet the league is right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's we'll, nothing. We'll it's get, like everybody's gone on vacation till teams report which i think more teams can report next week and then the week after we report and i think the majority of the league is back to business i saw yeah. that the you know i saw the Bengals push theirs back a week yeah because they're they back the long, into may they had the long you know the long season obviously yeah by the sure. way real quick shout out to uh Ardendrea and Nana watching the program right now. Arden not feeling well so she's oh home. an angel feel better making some chicken noodle soup tonight for her 
The only thing I can hope, though, is that this cold can maybe affect her euchre play because lately her and Boods have been sticking it to me. And Well, I mean, I, I believe your mother's not helping that cause. Well, me, this has been me and Miss K two-on-two with the kids, and we started off dominating them, and then of late, they are on fire. And I don't know where they get this. It's hard for me to understand where uh-huh. this, what I'm about to talk about, comes so naturally to them. Mm-hmm. But they are tremendous trash talkers. Shocking. And I just am surprised. I don't know where you they get it from. There's none of that in you. No, I'm not a bad – I'm chesty. a wonderful winner. I just – Great, very gracious, great, great effort. Thank you for pushing me to my yeah. limits. Oh, for sure. You know, I would say that my guess is that uh, you remember the scene in Dumb and Dumber where they get uh, like the gangster guy to eat the hot tamales and then he dies and they go the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, that I think is you. Like that's you no. turned up to an eleven. Mm-mm. Anything with your people, any sort of competition, I think you're right in the middle of it. And then what did I do? Well, the thing, my move typically, if I were to ever do something so rash as what you're suggesting because i sure. certainly am not going to do that but sometimes no, no, good, yeah. sometimes what i would do, what i would think about doing i'm not saying that i am doing sometimes what i would think about doing is i would you know perhaps grab a microphone and give a speech about thanking my mom for sure. having me and sure allowing me would. to be in this world and you know yeah, thanking right. you know just thanking a lot that's of people right. which is i think is gracious did um Feels gracious <laughs> how's miss k coming on the competitiveness is she rounding into form can she keep up with what's happening i think from she's pretty good isn't she i don't know that she can the last we talked about the euchre she was not as competitive as no she she's is a competitive a, person ultra competitive like when we're playing euchre if it's me and one of the kids against her and the the other kid and like i'll go to like give her a kiss in the middle of the game or i'll go to not just a high five nothing like oh if i even just go to like touch her shoulder she recoils no thanks That's not having say. no thanks no thanks yeah Good for her. No, no thanks. Like By the way, Arden just texted me. I wonder where we get it from. And a bunch of those, the emojis where the person's like, hmm, hmm emojis. Yeah. You are such a good winner and an even better loser. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Are your kids I at like the it. point where they will, they will, I don't think they best you ever, though. They haven't beat me at, at anything yet, but it's coming and uh, my oldest Payton can I, he can't wait. Like he's gotten close a couple of times, like shooting contests, and I always rig it. Like I'm, I always will like act stop. Like if, if I can see it's not going right, then I'm out. Like I'm I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. You're like Zago when he walked off the golf course and declared yeah, darkness. They're too young. I was yeah, finally going to beat him after all these years. He's like, no, it's you're too, not it's worth too it. Honestly, yet. one of the greatest <laughs> things dark. I've ever heard someone do to another human is what he did to you. <laughs> I mean, it's so re- I so respect it. I just like, think it's a remarkable <laughs> thing to do. As much as I dislike the fact that he wouldn't let you hit a club at Olympic, Sad. as much as I dislike that, yeah. I love the idea that he just said, I'm out. I'll see you on down the road. It's too dark. I can't see. And meanwhile, I had perfect visibility of, of him course. as I watched him walk 400 yards down the fairway of number 16 and into the I sunset. It. I just love it. I think it's the I, – I will do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. No, it's That's too dark. Happening. I can't see can't anymore. See. I'm sorry. I can't see. It's amazing. I love it. I love that play so much. So much I love it. The other time, prior to that, when I thought I was going to beat him, he's, like, complaining about his back. And he was, like, it was so tight that he was, like, he was already planting the seeds of, like, a walk-off. Yeah, needing some reasons, yeah. And then it comes to, like, the last hole, and I didn't hit a great tee shot. He hits one, and he's, like, uh, groaning. 
He gets his second shot, swings, grabs his back. Oh, is it in the air? He hit it to like an inch. Yeah, it was in the air. It was like the best golf shot guy. I've ever seen. Oh, is it, in, is the it in the air? Is it in the air? Oh, my yeah, God. That's it's in beautiful. the air. It's, now it's right by the hole. God bless him. Oh, God bless Zago. I mean, the, you, the walk-off. I just is, wish I'm you had seen the, it. Like, if I, could have, I mean, I can envision it, and I can envision your face realizing what was happening. Like, I can imagine that because I think we have it on a cup yeah. in there. Sure, a similar face. I had more um, of a protest. There was a lot of, like, oh, you sure can't do you this. Were, like, what right, do you but your initial was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then irate. And I can't remember the name of the course. And he just continues to just walk. But all I remember was there was one hole at the course where they played, like, the um, – it was, like, either the Arizona Amateur or, or one – like, some some big tournament was played in Arizona Golf. And Zago was good enough that he played it and stuff like that. And uh, there was a green that he's always, whenever he sees it, this, this is the hole that was unfair, Nate. He said they cut it like this, and the hole was like this, and people either made it or you had 12 putting. People were 12 putting, walking 12 off putting. the course, and this, that, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, good times. My guess is, knowing what I've known about the tales of him, is that there wasn't a whole lot of discourse going back. That you had your issue, he probably heard it for a minute or two, and then was gone. Like, was not going to sit there and have a conversation with you about it. Absolutely not. And then I remember the course was, like, 45 minutes away. So, like, the ride home was fairly awkward. And I kind of – I think I broached it again, being like, I can't believe that. And he was just like, well, we're having a nice steak for dinner. And, uh, <laughs> and that was it. Like, it was – we're not that. talking about it. So, Danny tells this story about uh, another Gonzago story. Danny's playing golf with – against somebody in like a competitive match and Zago was not playing but Zago was there yeah he was walking with Danny and whatever and Zago is nobody has ever known the rules of golf oh real stickler better uh, beyond yeah one of the times like he claimed one of the times I was definitely going to beat him this day because I was better better than him at this point and on like the second hole I hit my ball this is at Lincoln Park it's going to hit my ball into a clump of cut stacked trees cut stacked trees yep you're allowed relief. It even says that. And he was, he wasn't sure they were stacked. Cause it was like, they weren't perfectly on top of each other. One was like maybe a little bit off center. And he's like, I know these are, I don't believe that these were cut and stacked and issued me a two stroke penalty. And I was like, I'm taking the drop. And then he penalized me for just taking the drop and not counting so it as a penalty. A and then he told me at the end, I had an incorrect scorecard. And so I was therefore just <laughs> Oh but he's serious. He's serious. I just love this. So, I love this man. I love it. So Danny, I love it. Danny's playing this guy. They hit their balls in like a similar place. I'll make this real quick because people are probably like, this is ridiculous. But they hit in the similar place. Zago identifies because he's just identified. Dan, this is your ball. This is the other guy's ball. Yep. Now, Dan, the one that was Danny's ball was farther away. So Danny hit first. Danny hits the ball. The other guy real looks down and gives a more of a thorough examination is like oh no this is your ball oh no so psycho penalizes danny for hitting the wrong <laughs> ball when he identified it so the way danny has always told this story is golfer a golfer b and B pole C is how he would describe the participants in the story. But Sago immediately, oh, that's, that's two shots. Two shots. Two shots hit the wrong ball. And you he identified, identified it. it. And he's your dad. Sago. <laughs> yeah. On that Legend. note, we're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Bo here for Char Whiskey Bar and Grill in Rocky River. Enjoy over 300 whiskeys. It's an incredible whiskey list. Great craft cocktails as well, paid with made-from-scratch menu items. Char also going to be coming out with a new spring menu in the next couple of weeks for the brunch and the main menus. We encourage you to support local, of course. Visit Char Whiskey Bar and Grill in Rocky River or charrockyriver.com for more. Uh, really, all we have around the league, Brandon Cooks was extended yesterday, two years by the Texans. I, I just say, I don't know what they're doing. Two I, years, 36, 30 guaranteed. Yeah. I so don't like, know what they're. I don't really know what they're trying to do. I don't either because they're paying a lot of veterans. They're paying a lot of veterans, and now they're extending veterans, giving them a lot of guaranteed money. On unless they maybe they think Davis Mills is better than we all do. He was decent down the stretch. They got a bunch of picks. Is this I just like don't a understand of it. Like the Broncos thinking Drew Locke was something special. No, no, because the Broncos had everything else. You know, the Broncos had the receivers, they had the defense, they had... I mean, Houston doesn't have much of anything. What I understand is you want to, if you're Houston, like, you want to pick first. Of course. So just let it happen. Like, you're not making the playoffs. No. So what are you trying to do? That's why I'm asking the question. I don't don't understand this signing. I don't get it. Now, maybe they're saying we like the idea of having Cooks locked up so that when, you know, C.J. Stroud comes to play for us in 2023 that he's got a guy that he can throw the football to. We don't want to completely tear it down. We have enough veterans that we can be respectable, but we're not in danger, I don't think, of doing much. But I think you run the risk of... Well, right now, like, are they the... Is you, like, let's say there is a C.J. Stroud sweepstakes. Let's say it happens, it materializes, and okay. it, he becomes the consensus. Who in this league is best positioned? Are they for sure the team best positioned to pick one? I mean, you think of the bad teams They're the, in the worst league. team in the AFC, period. Yeah. Yeah, period. they are that. There's, and I really no don't question. know how much better Jacksonville is going to be. I, I don't care how many I believe in Trevor say. Lawrence. Trevor yeah, Lawrence with be, a real coach, I think they're going to be just fine. I think they'll be – They'll. yeah, I don't think they're, – they're not going to be on this level of bad. It wouldn't shock me if they finished second in their – like, that wouldn't, like, wouldn't shock I'm, me. I'm thinking, like, big picture. The only – like, from a talent standpoint, Detroit. A, Atlanta has got nothing. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's Atlanta. got nothing. Detroit's like, got some talent. Detroit does have some talent. Um, yeah, it's Atlanta, Atlanta has none. It's pretty amazing. Carolina. But Carolina's got some talent. They got some talent on defense. And offense. And offense, yeah. Jay Moore. They yeah. got McCaffrey. No, the Falcons have none. I mean, Nothing. Cordero Patterson is their be- and Kyle Pitts are their best players. Kyle Pitts is legit. He's good. I mean, but those are their best players. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, they picked number one when they picked Vic. They picked Ty when they picked Ryan. But they picked number one with Vic. I don't remember. That's coming off of the – Chris Chandler, Jamal Anderson, that's coming off of that Super Bowl run. And then they went off a cliff quick because that's not long after. Vic is in – so Florida State, that's 99 Florida State play. So that's after the 2000 season. So Vic was the number one pick in the 2001 draft, I believe. Okay. Redshirt freshman, redshirt sophomore. Yeah. Had to be 01. The 01 draft, he went number one overall. And they played in the Super Bowl in 98 quickly yeah soon yeah because so while i was in college yeah because it was the second of the broncos two the broncos won 97 98 right i believe i have that in the next year's rams they beat the packers and then they beat yeah and then the rams would have been my senior they shocked year. the packers and then the broncos yep. were the big favorite against because that's when the the falcons beat the vikings who when, were 15 and one when the kicker missed the only kick he missed all year gary anderson, gary anderson missed anderson. the kick gary versus morton in those games if I'm yeah not mistaken. i think you are right i think you are right so yes yeah, and then they fall off a cliff but the, 
they don't have a lot of that going all the way to the bottom. So the teams that are in that, okay, Houston in the AFC, in the NFC, in the NFC West, there's nobody. In the NFC East, there's really nobody that would be that bad. The Giants still have talent. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's In the NFC South, I think it's Atlanta. I mean, Carolina perhaps, but yeah. Atlanta feels much more like the one. And then in the uh, in the AFC North, I mean, nobody. I, no, Chicago doesn't have a lot of talent. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said AFC North. No, NFC, NFC North. Did I? No, I no, no, no. I think North. you said it right. I think I just was thinking, you know, the, I there's nobody the in the AFC. AFC other than Houston. Other than Houston, who's at the very, very bottom. Because I think the Jets have talent. I think the Jets are going to be well, it'll be on Wilson, decent. like right, if he sure. takes any sort of step. But, yeah, you would think that they would at least be decent. I mean, like if Fields falls on – Fields doesn't have the best – who's who's his supporting cast? Can you name David Montgomery? No, it's like when we – They've got know, Mooney. So much of when you're where you're drafted is the circumstances you're drafted into, and that's why I was – I mean, I so wanted him to end up in San Francisco with Kyle or Denver. Oh, yeah. Like, and Detroit's got Goff, but you got DeAndre Swift – You've got Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. You've got TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, they got some du- they they, they just, dudes. They just signed somebody, a pretty good receiver as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think and you do have agency. that right. DJ yeah. Chark. DJ yep. Chark. DJ for, Chark. So, yeah, yeah they, they're getting some talent there. Panay Sewell to block. Yeah, there's not there's not much, though. Yeah, it's really – it feels like it's Atlanta and Houston at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. For for a quarterback. I mean, for Atlanta, it'd be perfect. They could put Stroud with Pitts. But in reality, if, it's a, if it is Atlanta and Houston, and I know that there's not at one, two, it always typically seems to matter when people think there are two of them. Yeah. I mean, it, that's pretty good. Like, there are two guys that right now, if we're sitting here right now, people think C.J. Stroud and they think Bryce, Bryce Young Bryce yeah. Young from Alabama, right? Yeah. So, and there probably is going to be somebody that emerges that yes, nobody's sure. talking about. For sure. So, that... Uh, this Bears offense is hot garbage. Yeah, who's on the – Oh, he's in a terrible spot, and then they hired a defensive coach? Um, like, it's – where are they picking? St. Brown at e- wide receiver? Did I – Equinamius or – Sure. Yep, uh-huh. Isaiah Coulter? No. Darnell Mooney? Mooney's their best receiver, I think, right Byron now. Pringle? And they signed Byron Pringle. It was like the fourth receiver with the Chiefs. Daz Newsom? Mm-mm. And your tight ends are Cole Kmet? Who was supposed to be good, but never really – Ryan Griffin, really materialized. Jesper Horstead. I mean, holy cow! There is, and they have David Montgomery on offense. Yeah. Oh my God, they don't have a number one pick either. They're terrible, Kenny. They don't have a first round pick, right? Because they traded it. They to traded get it to fields. fields. Yeah, they do not have a. They have no way of improving. He's he's done. All right, they could make a run. He's he's done. But you, yeah, he's gonna have to be good. He's gonna have to be great. <laughs> to overcome that, he's gonna have to be great. I yeah. I had no idea they were this bad. <laughs> That is odds really stacked. Against. Will you pull up Detroit real quick? Yep. And pull up at, and Atlanta. I'll pull up Atlanta. Pull up Atlanta. Atlanta, because Russell, Russell Gage is gone. Like, their top three receivers from two years <laughs> the, ago are all gone. The, Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Russell Gage. They've got, like, um, Olamides Zacharias. Yeah. But I don't know who else is there. Right, they have got, a receiver. Uh, Demir Bird. Yeah. Auden Tate. No. Uh that guy you said, Zacchaeus. That's probably their best receiver right yeah. now. They got our Kaderil Hodge. Okay. Frank Darby, okay. Chad Hansen, Austin Trammell. Those oh are the, my those God. are their receivers. And they have Pitts. They have Pitts. And Cordero Patterson. And they have Cordero Patterson. Oh Mike my Davis God. is still there. Damian Williams and Marcus Mariota. Oh my that's God. That's a that is the only thing that's going to keep them from one and sixteen, two and fifteen is just that division's not great. 
so they could stumble into wins playing in that division. Whereas Houston, it's going to be, I would imagine Houston's situation would be more difficult with their schedule. They are dreadful. It's really bad. I mean, the Lions, I mean, you've got Hawkinson. You got Chark. Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. De- DeAndre Swift. Uh, yeah. Jamal Williams. Who Do they have another receiver? Did they sign two receivers? They have Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds, who came on strong for them last year. He was a former Ram. Yeah, I remember. He played pretty Rams. well down nice the player, stretch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, honestly, I mean, the better. The, quite frankly, it's it's. Uh, I, I mean, second might be eighth because um, even Houston is far more. It's so they got Brandon Cooks, they got Nico Collins, um, second best Nico I've heard today. Sure, yeah. Then it's dicey from that point on. But I mean, they they don't. Have any, I mean, the Falcons are maybe like Cooks, um, Davis Mills. I mean, the running back situation is pretty brutal. Marlon Mack, Rex Burkhead. That's pretty brutal. Boy, these are bad teams. At the bottom. Listen, man, and we can, unfortunately, the good news is that we don't recognize it here anymore, but we have the ability to recognize this. I mean, we were trotting out for a while a year where, like, Ricardo Lewis was our number one receiver. Oh, boy. You know? I don't actually had hope. (laughs) I mean, that was – I was at the one camp where it was Osweiler and – Yeah, Kaiser. Kaiser and the the kid from USC. And there was no – There were no pro receivers. No, no pro quarterbacks. Kaiser, oh, I think Kaiser could have been. Kaiser did, had talent. I actually liked him that that camp. I liked the look of him. There, there was yeah. a scrimmage that uh, that we had at the that was at the stadium. Yeah, and he made a heck of, a couple of throws. I remember one from like midfield, right on the right on the screws. He, he had got, all the ability. I yeah. think he was put into action too soon, and then I think the way that things unfolded were very very damaging to him to the point where he did not recover. Yeah, that seems to be it. Um, but yeah, that's. There, 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 there's not that I guess the, the big takeaway here is there aren't that many truly dreadful teams but there are two that are dreadful yeah. and the Bears might be three yeah the Bears might very well be three like I would Detroit I would take right now head to head absolutely for all three of those teams no question I don't yeah it's hard to I'd have to look at the it's hard to imagine unless Fields is superb that the Bears do anything I mean that looks like three and 14 the Jets definitely have some talent it's going to hinder you know as you said it's predicated upon the development of their quarterback but remember they're going to get back this year but at least he's listening to the same voices right they have same coordinators same coaches yeah they're going to get Lawson back the, who right. they didn't have at all last year they traded for Corey Davis missed much of that season Elijah Moore is you know they've got some they've got some stuff there and they've got yeah they got good some good minds as well yeah and but you're right it is there are some just absolutely dreadful teams out there but it is smaller than in years past and that's because you have 13 in, of the afc 16 that think they can go to playoffs and i bet you if we were under truth center right now i bet the jags think why can't we win our division like indy's not that good tennessee's not that good yeah for sure they think that they probably feel like they have the best quarterback yeah in the, year two in the with division lawrence with real Doug peterson yeah yeah for sure they think that way amazing that there was a situation that existed where you knew you were getting Trevor Lawrence and you allowed did what they did. that to be just a completely wasted debacle of a year. I remember um, when we were talking about it and I laid out kind of all of the issues I had with it that all kind of came to fruition. Um, but the the one thing that I said, the only thing that Urban has to do is make sure that Trevor Lawrence is better at the end of the year than he is at the beginning. Don't wreck him. Don't waste a year, and he damn near did. Oh, yeah. Almost did. Yeah. Almost wrecked, definitely wasted. Definitely wasted, and al- yeah, absolutely. Uh, OBM, Ohio Business Machine, preferred copy provider, your Cleveland Browns. They have all the X's and O's to your office. Call 216-485-2000 or visit OhioBusinessMachines.com.
ESPNCleveland.com. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Your business operation collects all the data you need, but you're having a hard time bringing it together and seeing the full picture. Bo here for my friends at EOX Vantage, and their data scientists are also business operations experts. Your EOX Vantage teams will help you build an automated system that brings your data sources together in real time, turns them into eye-opening dashboards so you can make smart, time-sensitive decisions, staring at spreadsheets that provide insight you need to know. Last month with EOX Vantage, you know exactly where your people stand on their activities and deliverables, engage your financial performance easily and accurately, track progress, and your ROI. Check out how companies are making their business intelligence smarter by visiting eoxvantage.com. Uh, so yesterday we were having the conversation about Rudy. Um, all right, who, so give me stinks. the background on this, Gibby. What, is, what do we got going on here? So I get I get a tweet okay. from one of our uh, one of our fans, Adam Segui. Okay, who I believe we've read a few questions sure, from yeah, him in the course. past. Sure, active listener uh, on the Twitter machine with us, and he said, "Hey." Here's a link. You may want to give this a listen. Okay. A year ago, two years ago now, June twentieth, June fifth, twenty twenty. Okay. David Anspa directed Rudy and Hoosiers. Oh, I didn't know that. I, didn't I know did not know director. that either. He so joined right, the so Rich right. Eisen show. Now this clip is a little bit longer. I may have taken a few liberties, but it's Friday. There's at, no football. At, yeah. At the end of the day, we. He basically talks about the liberties they took in uh, So this movies. is so so and apparently Eisen is with us that yes. Rudy sucks. Yes. Yes. And you, will find, out, you will find out you will find out that Rudy Rudiger not a Rich Eisen fan. And wait do you hear who Rudy R- Rudiger lives next door to that wants him to train him so he can kick Rich's you know what in. Oh, oh please. God. All right. Get over Hold it. on. But then there's some bombshells about the movie Hoosiers. This oh, is worth Hoosiers. a listen. All right, all right. So here you go. So this is from the Rich Eisen Show, and this is David Anspa, who directed both Rudy and Hoosiers, answering the call that Rudy is one of the most overrated sports movies ever. Let's have a listen. Michigan, I love Michigan. I grew up in Indiana. That's where I live now. I went to Indiana University, and that's where I met the writer, Angelo Pizzo. And uh, uh, when we met, we, we, we sort of bonded over our love for movies. And... Uh, once, speaking of 500, and I love Graham Rahal, and one of my good friends, Oriel Serbia, was his teammate for a couple of years, uh, 2017, 2018, I think, maybe 2014. Uh, and his dad, I mean, they're great guys. I, I wish him really well, too. Um, what was I talking about? Um, <laughs> you were talking about you meeting Angelo oh, Pizzo and, and how this is yeah. all landing in Rudy but country. Also, Michigan. I, yes. I, Michigan was my first recruiting trip out of, uh, when I was in high school as a quarterback, but I wasn't much bigger than Sean Aston, so <laughs> they gave me a meal ticket and a game ticket and said, "Have a nice afternoon." And they took my halfback, who who ended up going to Purdue. So we could have we could have had a movie about uh, about uh, somebody who's what half nothing, hundred pounds nothing. <laughs> could have called it David, huh? And then we could have had well, Bo. We could have had Bo up there, and everybody could have put their Michigan jerseys on the desk. Did that? Really really happened, David? <laughs> well, of course not. And you know that. But you know something? The other night, you know, you got me going. Because the other night, I just Googled. I just said, yeah. you know, how much of this blank is true? And I started putting in yes. 
a list of sports movies. Okay. You know, We Are Marshall, The Blind Side, Remember the Titans, blah, blah, blah. We come off like a Ken Burns documentary compared to most of those movies. Oh! oh line of the day! You throw it down! All right! <laughs> I'm not... I'm not joking, you know? If you follow Rudy's timeline in that movie, yes. of course we took dramatic license, of course. And by the way, oh, speaking of the Jersey scene, yes. you did see We Are Marshall, I'm assuming. Yes, I did. did. Mm-hmm. And you remember when the player comes in and they're having the big what president's board meeting or whatever, like 50 guys in a room, mm-hmm. and he said, no, no, Marshall does need football. As a matter of fact, come here. And he takes them over to the window, and there's half the campus outside. Never happened. <laughs> Absolutely did not happen. Now, that's in the spirit of the truth, because I'm sure the student body and, and all those people, their hearts were in it, and, and, and that was why the scene was written. And in truth, it was a group of defensive players that went not to Dan Devine, who was the head coach, but they went to Coach Yanto, who was the defensive coach, and asked that the, any one of them said, we'll give up our jersey so that Rudy – he should dress for one game because Parsegian did promise him that, and and uh, and he got a crap beat out of him every day for for two years going to those practices and never missed a practice, and they said he deserves it. So so, uh, so Angelo yes. decided in the spirit of the truth that he really represented the feelings of most of the players on that team. Maybe not everybody, I don't know, but. Pretty much. So what about the question of being carried off the field, David? Well, of course he was carried off. Have you never seen the picture of there's a hey you guys, come on. I mean Chris, Mike, help me out here. Oh, no, 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 we no. know, we oh, know we are on your side, today, Dave. Dave. Don't worry. We are on your no, side. No I, no, I know you are. I'm just saying maybe you can Google or something. Oh no, no we have we have it up. up. We got it up on the we, screen. We got it up. Is the whole crowd chanting Rudy? Is there Charles Dutton slow clapping on the other side of the uh, wall? David? Well, if you're asking if that all happened, I will tell you this. The crowd did chant Rudy, and it, the only people on the, the day that Rudy played um, against uh, Georgia Tech, the only people that knew, the, the student body knew about Rudy, and the cheerleaders started to chant, or maybe some of the guys on the bench or whatever, but it spread around the stadium. I've talked to people that were there that heard it. Uh, now, what happened on the day that we shot it, I literally shot the entire footage of getting the, quote, money shots of, you know, having Sean. We didn't have the money for CGI. You know, I could have shot that in an empty state. I could have shot it at a high school, you know, out at Oaks Christian or something, and, and it would have looked like uh, Notre Dame Stadium. But we didn't have that money. So I had to shoot Sean coming out of that tunnel against a real crowd, and I had to have him on the sideline with a real crowd behind him. I had him running on the field, making the tackle, and being carried off. So we rehearsed the choreography of, of those scenes for weeks after practice. We would go to our practice field, and it was literally like a, like a ballet. My, my oldest daughter, who's a, who's a uh, professional choreographer, contemporary dance choreographer, would have been very proud. But it was. It was like a ballet because we shot it all in seven minutes. Oh, wow. wow. David Onspa, director of Hoosiers and Rudy here on the Rich Eisen Show. And speaking of Rudy, you said getting the crap beaten out of him. 
Um, do you want to explain to me how uh, you, what you told me on Monday that Rudy has heard what I've had to say about this subject? <laughs> this is the best part. Is so I haven't told my guys what about this, but please, I give you the floor. Is this true that Rudy that this what I have said into this microphone has filtered in the direction of Mr. Rudiger? Directly to Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. And um, it, it was very interesting. I have not talked to Rudy. Angelo has. Okay. And apparently Rudy was pretty incensed, incensed enough to go to his neighbor, Mike Tyson, and ask him if he would train him to get you in a ring to put you where you belong. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Back the truck up. Hold on. So the real Rudy yes. lives in Las yeah. Vegas next to Mike Correct. Tyson? Who he has apparently yeah. asked for uh, like, like training, training tips? advice so he could come you know, in my room. He could. You know what? Rudy could. I heard this through Angelo. <laughs> what? Angelo spoke to him. But it could have been. I know that Floyd Mayweather. It might have been Mayweather. No. Mayweather lives in his neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and, and, oh, by the way, <laughs> yes, David. not in the movie. What was not in the movie is that when Rudy was at Holy Cross. And he was, you know, uh, you know, trying to come off as a Notre Dame student, getting in the cheering section, painting the helmets and all that. He also joined what they called, and I don't know if they do it today, but it was a campus-wide boxing tournament, and it was called the Bengal Bouts. And dudes, he won it. <laughs> as a Holy Cross student masquerading as a Notre Dame student. And he won. And we had it originally in the script, but we had to cut it out. Well, you know? now hearing about um, his ability to fight. And yeah, you better start playing nice with Rudy. Um, yeah. Boy, what a great film this is, David. I mean, now that you tell me the backstory, I mean, wow. It's uh, it's quite a moving uh, piece of uh, cinema that you put together. <laughs> well, you know something? You know, when you talk about truth uh, and, yes. and reality in movies, especially in sports films, Angelo went to Milan, Indiana, to when when we when he finally was going to sit down and, and write Hoosiers, and he went to, he went and he interviewed all the players and people in town and coaches and everyone. Right. And he came back to L.A. and he said, "You know what? I can't do. It. There is no movie here. I can't do it." Come on. I said, "Why?" Well, he said, "He said nothing happened." They, he said, I asked every player, did you all get along? Oh, yeah, we all got along. Was there any problem? Oh, one day uh, Bobby Plump was late to practice, had to run some laps. That was about it. So he literally had to come back to L.A. and he said, okay, I've got to, I've got to make this all up. And so, it's so funny because a lot of people think that Hoosiers is the Milan story. And it certainly was inspired by that. And I grew up playing high school basketball, uh, not in the 50s, but in the 60s. And I wanted to make it as, as true to form as I possibly could. You know. So, David, and, are you telling me with me saying how much fake Rudy is, you're saying uh, Hoosiers <laughs> is, is like almost wholly made up? Even though that school did go from – no, even though the school did win, but in terms of – Coach Dale and his backstory and who he is and the picket fence and Ollie and my team's on the floor. None of that happened. Is that what you're saying? Only in Angelo Pito's mind, you know? This is incredible. Um, wow. You are having a come-to-Jesus moment. This. I told you I had a recruiting uh, trip to Michigan, and I only had one other recruiting trip, and it was at Butler University. Sure. And I, it was an honor for me. I literally got to interview with um, Coach Tony Hinkle. And the funny thing, his office 
is in the field house where we shot the end of of Hoosiers and uh, which I had seen for the first time on the on the, the final day of uh, the Indiana high school basketball tournament they had every coach and seniors tickets to come see the final day of games I'll never ever forget walking into that place it was walking into uh, St. Peter's or, 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 or something like that. I mean, I'd never seen it. It was like a cathedral. I mean, I got that feeling. Sure. And years I would go back for years. I, I go back every year to the 500. Now I live here. But when, even when I was in L.A., you know, I had a string of 16, 17 years. I didn't miss a race. And every year I'd go back and I would go in there. My friend and I would sneak in and I'd go way up to the top of the building. and I would sit in the corner. And I said, you know, if we ever make this movie, I've got to put a camera up here one day to just see the whole sweep of this place because your people are so little. <laughs> you know, like Hackman says at the end, he says, it is big. And That's right. It yeah. was big. Yeah. You know, it was big. Yeah. That's a beautiful – I mean, but, um, so many beautiful scenes, David, where – he tells the kids he loves them. I love you guys. That they buy into his system, and now he's, he's, he's come around too. And they're all, they're all one. And and it's his time to call the the final play. And 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 the kids, the kids want Jimmy to take the shot, and he goes along with them, and they all win together. And come on, none of that happened. I'll make it. I, I don't think so. Uh, Chris, uh, I don't think so. You know, it, you you had Bill Bob on your show one day, didn't you? Yes, couple Billy times. Yes, yes. Yeah. Did you guys ever? T- uh, you did talk about Hoosiers once, I of think. Of course, right? but David, I talk about Hoosiers all the time. It is a perfect movie. It is a beautiful film. The stories, the, oh, the every sports film needs a father son story. The Dennis Hopper story with his son. What? What what Gene Hackman does for these kids, um, it's amazing. His his turnaround, his story, Jimmy Chitwood, the whole town um, wanting to run the coach out on the rail, but Jimmy makes them makes the move. The scene you have, how many shots did he make in a row, free throws? And then when the coach tells him, "I don't care if you don't play," he misses the free throw. David, David. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Um, we, he, actually, I'm going to give away a couple secrets here and which I think some people have figured out, okay. but we cheated a little in that scene. Now, first of all, I've talked to a million people who said, wow, that was so awesome. You never cut away in that shot. You, I saw him make all those shots. Right. Well, I did cut away. I cut away twice. I cut to the ball going in and I cut to happen or I cut to maybe Jimmy once, but in reality, in the master tape that I had in my cut of the film until the studio made me cut in those close-ups. He hit 15 in a row, and literally when he said, I don't care if you play or not, and walked away, he missed it, dead on missed it, and not on purpose. I did not direct that. I mean, that was all, that all came from Oh, it's amazing! Here's here's part of the trickery again. You want to get into Game of Thrones or uh, (laughs) uh, Alien or whatever, but we took just, it was kind of like deflate gate. It's deflate gate. We took a little air out of the ball. Yeah, it did look flat. we loosened the rim slightly. Sure. I mean, okay. okay. You got to help, you got to help the process out a little bit. All right, here's what I would, this is the biggest difference between, between the two. No one is walking around Bobby Plump isn't walking around telling stories that aren't true. 
that's what Rudy's doing. Bobby Plump is the guy who the Hoosiers is bait. That's it's the Milan team. Bobby Plump is the player. He actually ended up playing at Butler. No one's walking around making up stories. Like Hoosiers is a fictional account based on some historical background, but it's it's not presented as this is what happened. That's the difference. I'm still stunned that he lives next to Mike Tyson. And I'm he actually a good deal of money being I'm not happy about it. No, me either. Um, all right, we'll take a look at some of the most stunning moves this offseason. We'll rank them. There's been a lot of them. It's coming up next. Let's to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Latest edition of the BPA is out, or as I like to call it, the Zagura Show, featuring the Ibs Boys. You go one on one with Pro Bowl returner Joaquin Grant. The best podcast I can't wait till we can is available wherever you're watching it at uh, YouTube.com/slash Browns or hitting up Cleveland I hope to bring that interview to Cleveland Browns Daily one day. Maybe at I, some point. I think I think I, I enjoyed like, that one quite a bit actually. I always like an idea of of we take something that's aired a bunch of times and then you could then we bring it on here and we'll make a big deal we'll do that with Joaquin Grant we'll make a huge deal about it like it's original dun, material dun, 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 <laughs> bring it bring it dun, 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 dun. latest edition when's this hit Gibby? it's out now it's out now all right um how's my interview doing getting a lot of hits no mic checking <laughs> what we need to do, if we can have the on air lights I think we do. So, and we can't. Has that been established? It's been other established. Than... We we do not have the necessary we, means. We literally have to rewire the studio. Where's the plug for it? Cats and dogs living together. But we need. We're just uh, we're around three thousand views. We need we need more. Um, what we need is more a, a more quiet button. A button that when has to when he's joining us, it is not. I yeah, think so. I think when Gibby, I mean, one of the one of the other, I mean, the the idea that this, that that's the mic, that that's the cough button, the whole idea of a cough button is that no one notices that you're hitting it, right? Because it's just a silent, it's a press. silent, yeah, and that's it. Too okay. easy, too easy, too radio, yeah, too radio. Uh, think about these off season stories, and of course, I was thinking about this the other day with the the fact I was thinking about this in regard to Tiger hasn't played in 500 days and shot one under and round one of the masters and beat eight of the top 20 player top 12 players in the world and i was thinking about all of this just stupefying things that have happened that a year ago you wouldn't have believed and certainly among them would be us acquiring deshaun watson if i would have told you a year ago that deshaun watson would be quarterback in the cleveland browns a year later no chance that you think that that's going to happen and it did um sure but, enough but it's not the only one bruce arians retiring tom brady unretiring tom brady unretiring not surprising. Yes. Arians retiring? Eh. Depends on who you believe. The idea that Russell Wilson is no longer Seattle Seahawk. We were we were prepared for that. Right. But it also felt like it wasn't happening coming out of the combine. So it when did. it did happen at that it came moment, out of nowhere. While I was talking to Jerry the King Lawler, 
Is that how that went down? Yeah. yeah. Jerry the King Lawler was sitting right in the studio and helped break it. I was like, Jerry, King, I said, I got in. I got to tell you, we King. Some, we got some breaking, breaking news. news. Russell it's Wilson is headed to Denver. He's like, whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, Russ, Russ, heading, uh, Russ goes to Denver. Tyree Kill not in Kansas City. Yep. Going to Miami, getting an extension. Devontae Adams traded. To the Wentz with Matt Ryan. Now, does, that doesn't ha- – if the – if the Falcons don't pursue Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan is still a Falcon, correct? I'd like to think so. Yeah, but they also it sounded like there was a lot of thought that Watson or that Matt Ryan, I'm sorry, was wanted to spend his last year playing for something competitive. Yeah, and that they were going to do right by him, which they did. They definitely did. Yeah, yeah they took care of him. They, he's in a good spot there. Although he's in the AFC, if he would have been in the NFC. What would have been the best spot for him if there were no like? Isn't it New Orleans? Like if they're, I mean, they can't do that. They hate each other. But that would be the one spot that needs a quarterback. That so the reason like I NFC of, would have made you would want not want to be in the AFC. You wouldn't want to be in the AFC. But at the same time, you goes to New Orleans. He's still not favored to win his division. Okay. And he's a distant second, I would think. Yeah. Now Tennessee may still be favored to win the division, but it feels quite feasible that Indianapolis could win that division. Yeah, and I think one that's a good point. The other thing you about the NFL you realize is that most teams' goal is not to win the Super Bowl, but rather win the division because that gets you a chance. Yep. So he he'll have a chance there. Uh Calvin Ridley suspended for gambling. I forgot all about that. In fact, go ahead. I would so go so far as to say I don't know that there was a division that he could have gone to other than the one that he did where he would have been able to step in and be the favorite. Now, maybe if you went to the Washington Commanders. I was just going to say the football team was the one that the other one that jumped out to me. If you went to the football team, if he went, if he was part of the com, the commies, the com nation, maybe. But I still think Dallas would have been a bigger. I think Dallas still would have been a bigger favorite over a Matt Ryan led Commanders team than they could have gone. You and I were talking the in the break. They could have gone Red Hogs. They could have oh, used the script so R that Joe Gibbs wore. I always wore that hat. It's an iconic hat. Yeah. And he kept the uniforms exactly the same and just replaced. Uh, the helmet, which had that W thing on it, or no, they had numbers on it, and just if you wanted to use a caricature of a hog, you could, or you also could have just used that R, the we script could have two R logos, right? You yeah, you had two logos. Like put the script R on the helmet, which is beloved, and then then you have the hog that can run around, which is part of their history, and instead, commies. <laughs> it's really stupefying. It's actually. unbelievable. I, it's truly like not a. How do you come to that? How do how do people who are su- otherwise successful and it's, to some level clearly to be able to be in the position to make those decisions land on that? I don't know. Von Miller to Buffalo. We also had Kyler's demands. Although By does he way, have them? Can can we also lump into the Kyler demands and scratching his Facebook and Instagram and part uh, of everything? What's your boy Debo doing in San Francisco? Same. I don't know when that well, became a thing. I'm I don't know either, but it can go away. Yeah, I, think, I don't think that's a thing. I think they'll figure that out with him. And I think he could be trolling people, too, just because he's bored and he goes, watch, Nothing if I do. do this, people are going to think this is hilarious. Yeah. I know he wants a arms. deal. I know he wants a new deal. Everybody does. I don't blame him. Yeah. But, like, he also has to be pretty appreciative of the fact that is he even who he is if he's not playing with Kyle, who had the genius to use him the way he used him? Probably not. And it, he, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. <clears> is he still on his rookie deal? Like what's he going into his fourth year? I think he's due. I think he can be. I think you can. You can. You could extend it yes. at this point, but yeah, they yeah. don't have to. Right. Um, and then Randy Gregory initially going back to Dallas, then turning and going to Denver instead. 
Um, of these, that was the one that was that is the most surprising to me. I think. Hold on, hold on. We, we have to rank them. Five one to one. through one to five to one. Just five. To oh, the one. top five. Yeah. You got to pick your five. Yeah. And count them down from five to one. And it's not the most surprising. It's just the craziest story so far. Is it that, or is it surprising when you heard it? Like, I'll give you an example. For me, my number five is Brady unretiring because it's a monster story, but I never thought he was not going to unretire. Now, him unretiring to play for the Buccaneers, that part of it was surprising to me. So I have that as number five, is Brady unretiring. Okay. All right, I would have I, I would have five. I would go the Kyler stuff because it kind of came out of nowhere. And I think you think to yourself like, you're not happy. How can you not be happy? Like they handpicked you. They've spent money. You're living in the desert. Trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Like their uniforms suck. But other than that, like he wants to wear the throwback uniforms, fine. But other than that, like, what else, what else do you want? Like, sure. Like him being. So I'll, I'll have that at five for me. And you so you had Brady at five. Yep. Okay. And Number- four, I had Brady with the Bucks. Okay. Not Brady returning, but Brady with the Bucks. It yes. felt like that ship had sailed. It did. And I think there will there will be a what's the jeez, do- look at him. Look at that dog. Oh, on commands. Oh, putting on a show. He's what putting a on a show. Bravo. What a boy. Jeez Louise. Jeez, you walk around. No wonder he's got a gate senior swag walking around with that guy. He's got a big hole on that rope though. He's yeah. got to. That guy and he has to his, make a move. He he's has his the, device in his right hand. Yeah, he's got to have the device. That's you need dog. the pinch. Does he have the pinch ar- pincher on? The pinch collar is the way to go with that. That dog would rip through that collar. Well, not a pinch collar. A pinch collar is, is much different than any other collar. Give me this dog requires I am, something. I am aware of what that dog can do. So I'm much more significant you, you than a pinch You have a fighting collar. chance with a pincher on. He looks great. I think, around though, doesn't he? Oh, looks fantastic. He's a. He doesn't look real. No, he does not look real. No, he does not. Um. Uh. So I had Brady to the Bucks for. What did you have for? Calvin Ridley suspended for gambling. <clears throat> like that is a stunner. Yeah. It. it yeah. And he it bet like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. And was, he's out for a year. They made an example. Clearly. Yeah, they clearly made an example out of him. But he was—I guess—he was, was kind of off my mind anyway because he didn't play last year. So it was kind of now it's like two years with him. Where it's Still, kinda, just, but yeah, that was whoa. it. Was it was uh, number three? What'd you have at number three? Seattle trading Russell Wilson to Denver, which we thought it was happening, but then coming out of the combine, we did not. And no. I remember, I remember on that show part of our, my opening. So I think you were at home that day. I was, yes. And we I remember, remote. and we were yeah. kind of saying, and I'm like, yeah, it looks like this whole quarterback thing's going to be much ado about nothing. Happen. Except that, you know, Garoppolo's going to go end up somewhere. Meanwhile, Garoppolo hasn't gone anywhere. A billion quarterbacks have. And I had already said that my take had aged poorly because 30 minutes later, Russell Wilson was with the Denver Broncos. Which is funny that that happened, and I consider that to be a major, major thing. And I feel like because so much other stuff has happened, yeah. like normally that would be the number one story in the offseason for a while. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's more than even Stafford because Russ won a Super Bowl. When's the like, last time it's been talked about? And he was on a good franchise. Like, it's not like, you know, when Stafford went to the Rams, it was surprising, sure. but it was also very understandable. Like, on he was very sides. good on a bad team that was yes. going nowhere. It was a chance for them to improve through assets, yep. accumulation, and it was a chance for the Rams to win a Super Bowl because they felt like they were going to do it with Goff. And guess what? It all worked out. 
with Russ, it was like, I just felt he would be, you know, the John Elway of Seattle, not playing for John Elway's team. Right. Felt like he'd played 20 years in Seattle. Right. So, yeah. All right, by the way, this was just sent to me from Brian Lang. I don't want – I'm going to put my hand over the price. This does exist. Masters Peter Millar green dot pattern, Masters green quarter zip. Okay. It's a beaut. Is it – is that – original or is that secondhand selling or is that no original. if i were trying to buy it yes i'm gonna say 198 Ooh, even more 299 three bills 99 gotta be a cashmere i mean it says masters peter millar green dot pattern performance tech quarter zip pullover performance tech yeah that is a stunning i mean it's a beautiful garment three <sighs> Hundred, Brian Lang says. I guess they have to make up for those dollar fifty sandwiches somehow, and that's how. That's the way. I couldn't even try to wrap my head around how much that, how much the memorabilia tent there makes. I can't even begin to guess what that thing is. I don't think I. Whatever my guess was, I'm guessing it's not big enough. Yeah. So did you have Russ three as well? Russ two for me. Okay. I had Devonte Adams three. Okay. Um, because I, it felt like there was, it just felt like once Rogers came back, he was going to be coming back. I just assumed that that was part of the deal. Yeah. That they would both be. Like, that's what was shocking was once Rodgers comes back, you think, well, the, let's run it back. Let's bring Adams back. Let's, why would Rodgers sign if Adams wasn't going to be a part of it? Turns out Rodgers knew all along. And I do remember when that story broke, there was a lot of, of on social, there was a lot of talk of, boy, somebody call the Packers and see if Rodgers wants to get traded now as if they would made the deal without Rodgers knowing, which was just silly. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I have – I have Devontae three, and I have Russell two. Who do you have two? I had uh, Tyreek to Miami two because that just wasn't even on my radar. Or something that was even possible. Same. Uh, I had that one, and I had I had, I had Devontae one because to oh, me so that didn't seem like that right. was possible either. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back to not play no. with Devontae Adams. They're no. the best combo in the league. They're going to play together. No, so that that one actually floored me. And the, Tyreek the, did as well. By the way, the supreme number one was the acquisition of Deshaun Watson. Of course. Because you're out, and then you're not, and you're going, wait, what? I, I got to tell you, I have, you know, I told you everybody yesterday, and I told you this, I watched, you know, a couple hours of Deshaun tape, and every two seconds, I was like, Gibby, come watch this. Gibby, come watch this. Gibby, come yeah. watch this. So finally, I moved into that room, actually, so you had. <laughs> so you could watch. So you could not have to come in here. And, uh, but just talking to some of the other people, like football only, guy's incredible. And I think better than even people even realized. Yeah. 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 Cer certainly. And, but that was, that, that was the number one thing of no the offseason across the yeah. NFL, regardless of doing Cleveland Browns Daily or not. Yes. Because you went from you're in it, you're out of it, yep. to wait, he's doing what? Like, that was one of those ones where you quadrupled. My phone bzz, 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 Mine bzz, went across the table. Zoomed. Straight out. Like it was alive. Straight out. Um, crazy. And I didn't even know through my first, like, 20 text messages what it was about because there was just a holy beep, oh, my yep. beep, oh, my blah, blah, blah. Like, yep. But nobody was saying what happened. What? <laughs> it yeah. was just. And you were frantically looking for, like, blue check marks. Yes. Because it was one of those things that it's not like there was. I mean, when I left here. That happened on a Friday? Yes, and we left here Thursday. We, we left on a Friday Thursday. It was the Buckeyes game, right? That's right. And we left Thursday, and it was like, 
Well, we're out of it. Okay. And remember salmon. we did the show? Salmon. Salmon. It was salmon. He didn't want any salmon. It was the greatest salmon ever. said, no. Greatest salmon you've ever had in your life, apparently. And salmon is orange. Yeah. A lot of bad advice out there about gambling from secret methods to picking lottery numbers to betting big when you're on a roll. The miss can lose your money, get you in a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't it. Keep it funohio.com. Get you updated on where we are on a, on a windy, brutal day down in Augusta. Uh, get you an update on that coming up next. Let's stick Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit rumpke.com to learn more on that side of things. The Masters, windy, brutal conditions uh, in, in round two down at Augusta. When is the last time we had bad weather all weekend at Augusta? Because tomorrow, I think Sunday's going to be good, but tomorrow's brutal too. It's like a high of sixty. I mean, you can see the flags whipping. It looks like it's weird on parts of the course. There's some sun, but the rest of it looks it looks a lot like the Open Championship. A right. lot of gray, a lot of wind, and some tough conditions for the competitors out there trying to get around and navigate Augusta National, which is is playing tough. Yeah, I mean, and will it? Schwartzel's really the only person that today has really done a great job. He got to, he's three under on the day, uh, which is the best today, uh, and that has him tied for third. Harold Varner, the third, is two under today through 16. He's also at three under. Willett and Sung Jm both at four. Cameron Smith dropped one shot back. He's at three. Neiman's at three, although he's in trouble right now. Um, the third, Dustin Johnson at two under. Scheffler at two under. Most people are over par today, even or over. It's been a pretty good number. Um, Lee, let's see, is this Kyung Hoon Lee is three under today as well. He's tied for ninth at one under. Gooch. Love Gooch. Big Gooch, Gooch guy, yeah. Yeah, you are. One under today, the Gooch. Um, so that's where it is. A lot of people at even. Um, Tigers at even. Tigers uh, at even. on his first, right? And then Pard is second. Yeah. Uh, some notables. John Rahm, two over. Hoagie, who's my first-year guy, two over. Um, Bubba Watson, three over. Kepka three over. Even today, Justin Thomas, three over, one under today. Sergio Garcia, four over today, four over for the tournament. Spieth, four over, two over for the tournament. McElroy, four over, three over today. And that's the projected cut right now. What do you make? Four. What do you make of uh, – is is Roy just – he's still undone by what happened at Augusta all those years ago? Like he know. hasn't won a major since? What about Spieth? I think he's but I undone by what happened at Augusta. Yeah, maybe he was undone by it too. I, Rory just felt like the most naturally talented golfer since Tiger. Yeah, no. He's... And and he was on pace. Was Has he won four majors? A couple of U.S. Opens, a British? In his career? Yeah. And maybe a PGA? Maybe two PGAs, a U.S. and a – he's just waiting on the Masters. I think he's won four. Well, the thing with – so Rory – and he did it all early, right? He won Very the, early. He yeah. won the 2011 U.S. Open, 2012 PGA, 2014 Open, 2014 PGA. Nothing since. Right. I mean, it's Nothing been eight since. years. He won His, four majors right away and then – Best finish at the Masters – uh, was a fourth in 2015, so he's never even been top three at the Masters. Well, there was the he had a huge lead, and he hit the shot on houses I've never even knew existed at Augusta, and I don't know that he's been the same since. He's only 32. 
So think about that. At 24, he had four majors at 24. Yep. So Spieth won the 2015 Masters, then won the 2015 U.S. Open, followed up with a win at the 2015 Tour Championship. Two years later, won this third major, the 17 Open Championship, by three shots at 12 under par. So he has not won a major since 17. And I'm trying to figure out which is the year that he had at the Masters where he had the full-on lead and blew it. It had to be 18. It was 18. Yeah. And he has not done – and that was coming. So that would have been the second major after his win at the Open. And since then, nothing. He went on to miss the cut that year at the U.S. Open. He's had some top tens but has not won at all. He's and just fact, 28. It just feels like he's toast. Didn't yeah. he go into, if I'm remembering it right, didn't he, like, dunk a bajillion in the water? It did feel like he was a little bit of a tin cup situation. It was 2017, I mean 2018 Masters. And I think that's where he just, that's where he he lost his way. Here it is, a month away from the Masters, blah, 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 blah. Masters was six under 66 on the first day, giving him a two-shot lead. He would lead after the opening round for the third time in four years. Entering the final round, and then, yeah, he just choked it out. Man. Then he made a huge comeback. But lost to Patrick Reed that year. Kepka's won four, two PGAs, two USs. No Augusta. And when I would think I would think it would fit him. He's finished second. People say Didn't he yeah. finish second to Tiger? Yeah, people when say When Tiger won it in yeah. nineteen. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I don't know. It's strange. It's strange how it how it comes and it goes. I mean, you think about how Ricky Fowler's been vaporized. He hasn't even qualified to play at Augusta. He's not even in this tournament. He's not in it. Right. And wasn't last year either. Right. I mean, he was. But he never won a major. So, like, he was. No, but he was. You felt like he was going to be one of the guys. For sure. Who did. Not at all. You know, he won the. What, he won the players? Yeah. And then not in the mix. No. Yeah. Sad. Justin Thomas, just the one? Or does he have two? He's. I'm surprised he's not more in the mix. Justin Thomas, total majors? Yeah. It's one or two. He won a PGA, and it was his first one. I don't know if he won one or two. He won the PGA Championship, which was his maiden major championship, which would lead me to believe he's won two, but maybe not. He's won only the PGA in 2017. It's been five years, man. Fourth at the Masters, 2020 is his best finish there. Eighth at the U.S. Open, 2020. 11th at the Open Championship, 2019. Those are his best finishes. So he's never really even been in in the the mix. mix. No. Interesting. We were talking about um, how quiet it is on the NFL side of things. Um, To kind of push home that point uh, you found a link on an incredible group of players who are available and free agents uh, we will get to that coming up next listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland the bath authority can give your bathroom the bathroom of your dreams and you can transform it into a custom bath that'll feel like a spa let my friends at the bath authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors they're the best they're the premier bath and shower remodeler in town. Expert, factory trained installers. They have the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made in the United States. You can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. They got tub to shower conversions if you need that. Simple, superior products, expert installers. 500 bucks off right now. Your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399. Or go to thebathauthority.com for 500 bucks. Tell them Bo sent you at 216 220 
888-346-8399. We were talking about how quiet it is right now on the NFL side of things. So Dan Hansis wrote this at NFL.com, and it is a list of, he calls it the graybeards. So it's all the old guys that are free agents looking for work. Now, there's a couple of things that happens here. And actually, Dudevian Clowney's done this a couple of times. Not that he's necessarily a graybeard. Uh, he doesn't the, qualify. But, but from the standpoint of, hey, man, let's just wait until something pops up that, that makes sense for me. Um, so I, I don't know if you can have Geno Smith on this list, but Ryan Fitzpatrick can be on this list. Well, so what he's saying is this is a team of the NFL's best remaining, remaining free agents, yeah. age 30 or older. And I guess there aren't any quarterbacks that are free agents. I'd put Jeff George on there over Geno Smith, to be honest <laughs> with you. He's out there. Or Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, Geno has been a minute. Uh, but yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick is more than capable. Sure. This team's actually not bad when we when we get through Would this team? Let's play a game. Would this team beat the Atlanta Falcons? 100%. My hunch is it would 100%. 100%. They'd be double-digit favorites, 100%. Wait till how, we close go is, this team. how close is this team to being a playoff team in the NFC? Well, let's go through it. So Limited Fitzpatrick, by Fitzmagic, but I think Fitzmagic's they, your quarterback. Yep. Jarek McKinnon, David Johnson, your backs. Johnson yep. was on fumes last year after getting people excited early. McKinnon's fine. Receivers. McKinnon, McKinnon in the playoffs was the Chiefs' lead back. 300 yeah. total yards and a touchdown in three games. The receivers are pretty good the receivers are very very good so it's obj antonio brown jarvis and julio okay. that's better i mean i think justin fields would like that can he have oh that my god he would love to that. throw to instead yep. of the nonsense right. that the bears put together yep all right look at tight ends <laughs> gronk and jared cook not bad at all not bad at all Pretty, pretty good uh, at the tight end situation there. The line is pretty good, too. The line is very good. So the starting line left to right would be Dwayne Brown at left tackle, Quentin Spain at left guard, Matt Paradis at center, Darrell Williams at guard, and Eric Fisher at right tackle. He said this might be the all – we might have another all-time best positional group for the Greybeards is what he said about the line. He also said that about the wide receivers. This is the best wide receiver room in the history of the Greybeards. It's probably the best tight end room in the history of the Greybeards either. I can't imagine that – there was one better than that. That's not a bad offense. That is it's not be, a bad that's offense. better than Atlanta. That's better than Houston. That's better than Chicago. Just to name a few. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Better than those teams. Yep. Now, defensively, it's pretty intriguing as well. Yeah. The, the defensive edges, four good edges. Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, Jerry Hughes, and Jason Pierre-Paul. Absolutely. Absolutely. On the inside, Akeem Hicks, Calais Campbell, Linval Joseph, all in the interior. And Indomitian Sue. Oh, I didn't go. There he is. Indomitian Sue. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, this seems better than several. Yes. Linebackers, Linebackers are pretty good, too. A.J. Johnson, yep. Dante Hightower, and Anthony Barr. Yep. All right, your corners. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore, Steven Nelson, and Bryce Callahan at corner, along with Janoris Jenkins and Joe Hayden. Yeah. I'm, by the way, Jackrabbit Jenkins. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jackrabbit Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, finally, at safety, Honey Badger, Rodney McLeod at safety. Yeah, this is a very, it's a very, very good team. Very it's good a very team. competitive team. If you just find this team, uh, Sam Ficken at kicker and then Thomas Morstead at punter. Uh, although Morstead did sign the coaching staff. Today he's got, with Miami. Uh, he's got Zim as the head coach, Gase, Fangio, and Westhoff at uh, special teams that is your your coaching staff am i crazy is this team actually good can it finish with a winning record good i mean in the nfc it would be very close yeah i agree i think that this is very close to a 500 team in the nfc yeah 
The only thing would be Fitzmagic. Like, could he – can he stay upright? So he goes, I've routinely picked my Greybeard teams to finish with wretched records because I couldn't ignore the fact that the roster's deficiencies would be exposed by superior competition. But not this year. Yeah. Next January, the world falls head over heels for the playoff-bound Greybeards, 10-7. and seven. I Look, NFC, put them in the South. They're better than Carolina. They're, they're, this is the third-best team in the South. And you could maybe make the case it's the second-best team in the NFC South. You could make the argument it's the second-best team in the South. You could make the argument it's the third-best team in the NFC North. Yes. You could make the argument that it's the second- or third-best team in the NFC East. Yes. The NFC West, it's better than it's, Seattle. Yes, so it would be the yeah. third or fourth. Maybe yep. better than them. Um, AFC. Yeah. West, AFC, it's tough. No, AFC North, they can maybe compete with the Steelers. AFC South, they can certainly better than the Texans. And in the East, I think they could compete with the Jets. I think they could be better than Jacksonville, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you're talking about several teams there. So let me ask you this. Why do you think all of these people remain unsigned? How much of it's on them? Like, I don't want to go to OTAs. Like, I'll see you at camp when the situations clarify themselves. Possibly. I would say Honey Badger is waiting for the exact right situation. Probably Joe Hayden is as well. Gilmore is waiting for the right situation and money. Um, your defensive tackles are older. Your edge guys are older. Sure. And so, yeah, they're looking for some stuff. Dwayne Brown's still playing well. I mean, Hoff was just talking about Dwayne Brown the other day. Gronk's only coming back if he goes there. Money and... For well, Antonio Brown issues there, right? But I don't know. It's a good team. I think they're. I don't know what they're waiting on. I think sometimes these guys also wait until after the draft when teams are like, "Oh, good, I was able to address the need satisfactorily in the draft." No, all right, now let's go spend some money again. I think that that there's some of that going on. There's a waiting period to see how teams are able to fill out what they're looking for in the draft. Are you surprised at how quiet it's been the last two weeks? And we really, there's been really nothing. It did. I'm not even just us, but like. Since the Watson trade, it felt like the league stopped. I'm trying to think of anything major happened. I mean, there's a Brandon Cooks here or there, but nothing. Nothing major. Nothing to the. Was the Tyree kill before or after we got Watson? I, I think after. You have the date on that, Gibbe? I the, think it was after. Hill was after. That after was Watson? One. Yep. Okay. But after those, that wave. After Tyree kill? Nothing. There was nothing. I think, wasn't Tyree kill right after, like, the owners' meetings? No, I mean, it's I, so much that's happened. So much. I feel like I was on the show. I, I wasn't on holiday. On holiday. When that happened. No. Uh, I, I, I think it's been March 23rd. So it was right before the owners meetings. Yeah. And right so before that, yeah. you left. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had the Watson presser the Friday before holiday. And so it happened right around that time. It, it happened, yeah. It happened, and then you left, yeah. Because your vacation started the following week. Yeah. Yeah. My holiday. Yeah. So, yeah, so the 25th was the Watson presser. What did you say, the 23rd? Yeah, so it was right before. And then yeah. it's been silent. Like, That's owners' meetings, bad. there was nothing. Nothing came out of that from a player movement standpoint. There's all these guys out there. And these are just the guys over 30. I mean, go look. What, I think it's, there's a guy at the Athletic who does like the list of best available, top fifty best available free agents. It's a hell of a list. Yeah, still, still is. Yes, 
But I think we are. I think you're right. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think kind of what I was saying in terms of some guys, the veterans saying, hey, let's see. And then I think draft. You're going to want to see what happens in the draft a little bit. Tigers bogeyed three of the first four holes. In Brutal. Two over. Doesn't and shoot 80. Doesn't look good. Yeah, I said it after 80. one. What was that? One? I was like, he said he'd shoot 100. Yeah. yeah. I think I did say 100. Yeah. Oh, sad. I mean, when, when I'm dealing with Grapple, that's the only thing I wanted out of the sports gods was him in the mix Sunday. Not winning it. I don't need him winning it. Winning it. I just wanted to watch him play Sunday. But now it seems like that's not in the cards. Why can't he? Why? Can I ask a question? Can I ask Would you be like? okay with this? Sure. I am. I already know my answer. Why can't we just let him ride around in a cart? I, I felt that way when they were doing that with um, uh, Casey, Casey Martin. Martin. I felt like, really? Really? Like, put him in a cart. Let him play. What do you Why not? Who cares? Right? Especially if it could make him be able to be more in the mix. Sure. Yeah. Would you have a problem with it, Gibby? No. Do you think the other players would? Because it, that, that – He he put he carted a five on four? Uh – no, 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 no. He's only got three holes in so oh, far. Oh, 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 two. No, no he's they four just in. Four in, and he's three over. He's three over. So he bogeyed one. Bogeyed, bogeyed, bogeyed part three two. and four. Okay, so I'm, de- yeah. I'm delayed so he's then. he's got three, he... three out of first four holes bogeyed. Uh, him. He came up about five fingers short of par in that par three, fourth. And his hands are on his knees, and he just looks He looks miserable. He, he looks just, defeated. He does. He may not have to look... shut it down like in the middle of the round, like if he can't. I'd hate to see that. I would too, but like, I don't. Does he want to shoot 85? 80? No. You know, the most de- the most depressing thing I've ever seen on his front was at the at the memorial when he was unhinged, and he played by he was he was deadly. He made the cut, but he was dead last. And I always had so much respect for him because he played like he could have withdrew, withdrawn. He didn't. He played, but he played by himself. First one off on Sunday morning at the memorial, by himself. And uh, there was a photographer of the dispatch who had a, a, an image of him walking by himself and just lines of people watching him, and he was dead last. But he played. Could have withdrew. But he yeah. Played. Yeah. Absolutely could have. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. car truck or motorcycle accident cause you injury call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review elk and elk's proud partner of your cleveland browns just seeing this out of cincinnati the Bengals are going to have an interim indoor facility near paul brown stadium oh. next year with an eye towards building a permanent one so it's finally happening I believe i had that yeah that's prime joe burrow it's time. yeah it was time to do that um it's the end for katie prefer best luck yeah. miss katie Best of luck to Katie Pree for You'll see her. She'll be around. Uh, Her last day as an intern is today. New full-time opportunity. Uh, So very good. Good to see her. Yes. All right. You have yourself a good weekend, buddy. You as well, my friend. All right. The next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.